0: Derek Walker, the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church. And we're on part two of a series on the power of praise and worship and why it's so important in our life. Why should we praise God and what benefits does it have? The first reason we should praise God is simply because we were created to glorify God. And by doing so, we are fulfilling the purpose of our being. You know, the reason we go to church, first of all, should be so just to bless God and honour God by worshipping him as he commanded. He, he, as well as individual worship, we are commanded to gather together and worship God as a community. And so we do that to honour him. This is enough by itself. Even if there were no other benefits, that would be enough of a reason uh, that it is right and appropriate for us as creatures to worship our creator. Psalm 92, it says, it's good to give thanks to the Lord. It's good, it's right to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. A lifestyle, in other words, of praise and worship is, is appropriate and good. And Psalm 33, rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for cra- praise is comely for the upright. It's fitting, it's, it's beautiful, it's, it's right to praise, it's comely. Uh, but there are many blessings and benefits that we get from worshipping God. Last time we saw that one of the effects of praise is that praise blesses God. We were created for His pleasure, to, to bless God. And now I want to get on to the third reason, which is that praise and worship is the ordained way into the presence of God. It's the protocol, if you like, by which we uh, approach God and enter into his presence and, and so without praise and worship really we are not approaching God p- properly and we will not enjoy the presence of God in our life without praise and worship. There are three words actually that describe our intimacy with God and we need to understand these and know how to enter into that intimacy approaching God to have intimacy with him. And that's praise, thanksgiving, and worship. Those are the big three words. That's the language of intimacy. And so there's a difference between praise and thanksgiving. In praise, we focus on God's character, who he is in himself. And in thanksgiving, we focus on what he has done, especially for us. Praise is declaring the name of God, the character of God, based on who he is, telling tales about God. Thanksgiving is more personal. It's based on the manifestation of his character towards us, what he means for us, what he's done for us, what he's promised to do for us. Thanksgiving is acknowledging that. It's our response to what God has done, what he's promised to do for us. And so while praise declares his character, giving thanks is our response to his goodness to us, his grace and his mercy. and. Thanksgiving is very important to stay us, to keep us connected to God's grace. As we thank him for what he's done, we stay connected for more of his grace to flow to us. Now, worship is the highest of the three because praise and thanksgiving is really the prelude to worship. Um, You know, if you think of the romantic analogy, uh, that you might start uh, an intimate relationship let's say the man praises her and thanks her in terms of he tells her what she means to him and and how you know she pleases him and excites him and so on and that actually opens her heart, it opens his heart, it opens her heart, and now they can have intimate um, connection they might kiss or or more and that actual Joining of hearts in intimacy now, that is like worship. So praise and thanksgiving brings you into that presence of God. And now you're in the presence of God. Worship is what happens when you are now completely in God's arms and in his presence. Worship is the kiss where you share the life of God. Worship is the intimate communion, the adoration, the submission to God, in the Holy of Holies, in his immediate presence. And so it says, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up their wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. And what it's saying here is, those who wait on the Lord, this is in a sense, the worship you're in the presence of God and you're looking to him and the word also means to intertwine yourself with the Lord to gather together with the Lord you're you're as it were in an embrace with the Lord and as you are embracing the Lord his strength comes into you and you rise up with new strength and so after spending that intimate quality time with the Lord in worship he is your source in your life and you are filled with new life and so there's a sequence here that praise and thanksgiving brings you into the presence of God and then once you are in the presence of God you enter into worship in the Holy of Holies worship is the intermingling of our hearts and so praise is the divine protocol for us to enter God's presence let's see that clearly in Psalm 100 Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. That's one way of praising God. Give a shout. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence. So notice, praising God is connected with the presence of God. How do you come into the presence of God? Come before his presence. His presence, and it's using the analogy of the temple, his presence is in the Holy of Holies. And come before his presence. How? With singing, with praise. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And and it's the knowledge that God is our Lord. He's our creator. That's what's happening as we begin to praise and thank him is that our heart becomes more and more submissive to God as we remind ourselves and declare how great God is. We remind that we belong to him. We're his people. And this is all preparing us for worship. And here's the key verse, verse 4, Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. And so as we approach God, we go through the gates, as it were, with thanksgiving, thanking him for what he's done, what he's going to do, acknowledging his goodness. And into his courts with praise. And as we're praising and thanking, what's happening is we're moving more into his presence. And his presence is also coming into us. The Bible says if we draw near to God, he draws near to us. So whatever happens is reciprocated. We move into his presence, his presence moves into us. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, his truth endures to all generations. So this is a worshipper moving into the presence of God. And so it starts with thanksgiving. I believe we thank God. What do we thank God for? Well, one of the big things well apart from the fact that he's created us, he's given us everything we've got. Particularly the worshipper or the priest if you like would carry the sacrifice, the blood because That blood is what gives you access into the presence of God. And so symbolically, the worshipper carried the blood and it's the blood that gave access into the holy place. And so as we come to God in worship, one of the great things you can do is thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that by your blood, I am righteous. By your blood, I'm cleansed. By your blood, I'm healed. By your blood, I have the victory by your blood all every blessing is mine and you thank God for the blood of Christ and as you do that you are moving into God's presence and then you also praise God and magnify God just for who he is, how wonderful he is, how great he is all the great things he's done and as you do that you come into that place of worship where you surrender your heart to God. We see this order In Psalm ninety-five, very clearly, this divine protocol of how you enter the presence of God. Number one, it starts with thanksgiving. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the Rock of our salvation. Notice he's talking about his salvation. He's talking. This is thanksgiving. First of all, that he's the Rock. Lord, thank you. I depend on you. You will never let me down. And he's the Rock of our salvation. Thank you, Lord. You've saved me. I can trust in you for my eternal salvation. Thank you, Lord. This is thanksgiving. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving brings, is the divine protocol by which you should come into God's presence. It's God's ordained way into his presence. And then he moves into praise. It says, let us shout joyfully with Him. Uh, to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God. That is now praise. And now he's praising God for his greatness that is revealed in creation. And he's reminding himself, all the great things in creation, God is greater. That's how powerful God is. The Lord is the great God and the great king above all gods in his hand are the deep places of the earth the heights of the hills are him his also the sea is his for he made it and his hands form the dry land and he's saying what a great god you are what a powerful god you are what a wise god you are he is praising god hallelujah and then having come in with thanksgiving and praise now his heart is now in the presence of god he's come into the holy of holies and now he worships so you can't just start worshipping, you can only worship God when you're in His presence. And so you come into His presence with praise and thanksgiving. Then when you're in His presence, now you can really enter into worship. And now, verse six: Oh come, let us worship and bow down. Here we have submission. Worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. That's a posture of submission to the Lord who has created me, and therefore to surrender to him in worship is appropriate. Why? For he is our God. We are the people of his pasture, the sheep of his hand. In other words, he's created me, he's redeemed me, he owns me, I belong to him, and therefore I give him my worship. And when you enter his presence, and you are now in that place of worship, as it were, you are kissing God, if you understand what I am meaning, you are face to face, worshiping God, then you will start to hear his voice, his directions for your life. That's why the next verse says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. In other words, it's in that place of worship you'll start hearing him, and then you need to make sure you keep your heart soft, you don't harden your heart, but you obey. And so, As we draw into the presence of God, the presence of God comes into us and our souls, the atmosphere of heaven as it were, comes into our souls. And through worship we're tuning in to the presence of God. Think of it this way, that as you open the gates of your heart to God, his gates open to us. We enter into his presence and his presence enters into us. This is the divine protocol. This is why praise and thanksgiving is so important because it, it is the ordained way into the, a greater presence of God in our lives. And the answers for your lives, by the way, is in the presence of God. The, the wisdom and the direction for your life, the power for your life is in the presence of God. Jesus said, the hour is coming. And now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So notice this. Worship must be in spirit. Real worship is in spirit. God is spirit. We are spirit. Real worship is spirit to spirit. Communion with God. Like I say, you can't worship God from a distance. You can praise him from a distance, But you can only worship God when you are heart-to-heart, spirit-to-spirit, face-to-face with God. So real worship is in spirit. God is spirit, we are spirit. Real worship is spirit-to-spirit. But also it says worship must be in truth, according to truth. And in a way, before you can really enter that place of spirit-to-spirit worship, the truth of God must be established in your soul. Your soul must be filled with truth so that uh, you can enter into that worship. And first of all, I would suggest that to move into worship, you first of all have to move in truth, because that's what you're doing when you're praising and thanking God. For instance, you are declaring the truth about God. You are saying, God, you are a great God. You created all things. You, you are wonderful. You are majestic. You are sovereign over all. You are love. And we are declaring the truth about God. And what's happening there is that's adjusting our soul and our heart and preparing ourselves for worship. The truth is, is essential. You must worship him in truth. And when we thank God, we again, we are declaring the truth about what God has done for us. And as we declare the truth, our soul, our heart becomes prepared. And then we are able to come into his presence and then worship him in spirit, spirit to spirit. We see the same divine protocol in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew uh, chapter 6. We, we say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Before it gets to asking for requests, you know, please do this for me, Lord, please do that. The divine protocol is first come into his presence before you ask anything. How do you come into his presence? By hallowing his name. And that means holy is your name, sanctified is your name. What that means, the Bible says, sanctify the Lord in your heart. That means set him above all else. And that's what you do in praise and thanksgiving. You are hallowing his name. Lord, I praise your name. I thank you. You are wonderful. And you are declaring his goodness. You are setting him up in your heart above all others. And that's the first thing you should do, to come into God's presence. Uh, And then you make your requests. Then you say, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth in my life. And so, if you sanctify the Lord in your heart, He will open His heart to you and pour out all His love upon you. And I think a lot of people, they just go straight to the requests and they haven't approached God properly. They haven't honored God. They haven't worshipped Him. They haven't prayed Him, praised Him. And they wonder why their prayers are dry. Because, first of all, you need to sanctify God. You need to praise God in your heart. And then He will just, that will open His heart. And open the gates by and then he will pour out his blessing upon you. To sanctify is to say, I adore you. There is no one who can compare to you. And and then as that process prepares you. You know, if you just start to try and worship God right now and praise God with all your heart, you might find a resistance in your soul to that because your thoughts want to think on something else, want to focus on something else. When you try and move toward God like that and you're feeling that resistance, guess what that's telling you? Those things are idols, those things are too important, they're claiming your consciousness. And so you need to continue and as you continue to praise and thank God, what you are establishing in your heart is, no, God is more important than that thing that's trying to claim my thoughts. God is more valuable. Uh, God is more important. I exalt God above those things. And as you continue, you get set free from those idols, and you're able to give yourself completely to God. And as you do that, your consciousness is cleansed, and you come into the presence of God. Not that God was hiding from you, but because you're occupied with your idols, you are not. your heart is not able to come into the presence of God. But as you praise God, and as you thank God, God is able to set you free from those idols and you are able now to give your worship to God. And so one thing that I find helpful in coming to God in worship is the names of God. It says, hallowed be your name. We need to praise the name of God. Elohim, that's the creator God. Lord, I praise you. You, are, you created me. You are the powerful God. Jehovah, you're the covenant God. El Shaddai. You're God Almighty, you're more than enough for me, whatever I'm facing. You're my supplier, you're my source, you're more than enough for me. And particularly, I would recommend going through the eight covenant names of God. And this is really in thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, because, for instance, number one, Jehovah Jireh. Lord, you are my provider. And we take the name, we hallow the name of God, and we appropriate it for ourselves. Because it's thanksgiving, really, because we're saying not just that God is generally a great provider, but, Lord, you are my provider. I thank you that you're my provider. Jehovah Jireh, that means the God of physical manifestation. He provides for my needs. He provided Jesus physically to die on the cross for me. He pro- and He will provide for my future. He sees what I need in every stage of my life and He has made provision for it. And so as we, we, we acknowledge that with thanksgiving, God, thank you, Lord. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are my provider. Thank you that you've provided so many, all the good things for my life. And thank you, Lord, the things that I have need of in the future. You, you are going to provide that for me whenever I have need of it. You meet my need. Thank you Lord. I hallow I praise your name, Jehovah Jireh. And then the next one is Jehovah Mekedish. The Lord is my sanctifier. That's probably the most important one. The Lord, you are my my holiness. Sanctification is about your being. Sometimes we think we feel inadequate in who we are, that we're lacking in who we are. We're not good. And only God can make us good. And as we surrender ourselves to him, he makes us like Jesus. He puts value into our being. And he makes us who we want to be. We, sur- we say, thank you, Lord. You're my sanctifier. You um, fill my heart with your love. You fill my heart. You make me good. You make me, oh God, the husband, the father, the wife that I need to be. You are my sanctifier. And as we thank God for being our sanctifier, we, we are... Uh, coming more and more into his presence. We're entering into rest. Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord, Lord, you're my righteousness. Lord, you're my righteousness today. Thank you, Lord, for being my righteousness through the blood of Jesus. Thank you that you lead my life in the right direction and show me what to do. Jehovah Shalom, Lord, you're my peace today. Thank you for giving me perfect peace. I'm in perfect harmony with you. Jehovah Shalom, you're my peace. I receive your peace today. Jehovah Rophe, Lord, you're my healer today. I receive you as my healer. I thank you that you're my healer. You're my strength. You're my youth renewer today. Thank you, Lord. See, this is how we hallow his name. Lord, by your blood. By your stripes I'm healed, you're my healer today. And then Jehovah Nissi, Lord, you're my victory today. Thank you for leading me through the events of the day victoriously. You are Your hand is upon me. You give me the victory in the name of Jesus. You give me victory over sin. You give me victory over Satan today. You are my victory, Lord. Thank you for being my victory. Hallelujah. Thank you for defeating every enemy in your death and resurrection. Lord, you are my victory. See, we are hallowing his name. We're entering his presence with thanksgiving. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is my overflowing presence. Thank you, Lord, for filling me with your Holy Spirit today. Thank you, Lord, I receive that anointing today, that overflowing presence of God today. Lord, you are my overflowing presence. Thank you, Lord, my cup runs over. And then Jehovah Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Lord, you are leading me and guiding me. And in fact, that we get that from Psalm 23, don't we? The Lord is my shepherd, Jehovah-Rohi. And what that means is, not only is he all these things to us, but as our shepherd, he leads us into every blessing. See, Psalm 22 talks about how Jesus died on the cross to purchase every blessing of life for us. And then Psalm 23 shows Jesus as risen from the dead. He's our shepherd and he's the one who leads us, the sheep, into every blessing. And so it says, the Lord is my shepherd, that's Jehovah-Rohi. I shall not want, I shall not want anything in my life, that's Jehovah-Jireh. Lord, you're, you're my provider, I shall not want He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. That's Jehovah Shalom, Lord, you're my peace. You, I trust in you, Jehovah Shalom. He restores my soul. That's Jehovah Rothi, he is my healer. He restores not just my body, he restores my soul. When anything has broken me down, disrupted my life, Lord, you restore, you heal me. You are my healer. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Lord, you're my righteousness, Jehovah Sidkenu. Lord, your spirit and your word leads me in the right way. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Jehovah Nisi, you're my victory, even in time of danger. You're my protector. You're my victory. You're my shield. For you are with me, your rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Praise God. Jehovah Nisi. Hallelujah. You are my victory. You anoint my head with oil. That's Jehovah Makedish, the oil of the Holy Spirit. My cup runs over. Praise God. The presence of God, Jehovah Shammah. I'm running over with the presence, with the life of God. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So that's one, this is one way you can approach God, just by hallowing his name, declaring who he is to you, thanking him. Lord, through the blood of Jesus, you're my healer. Through the blood of Jesus, you're my righteousness. You're my sanctifier. I, put, I, I rest my whole life in your hands. You're my victory. I'm not trying to do it myself. I'm trusting you to be all these things to me. And as you really do that, you enter into rest, and his presence comes into your heart. You're entering his presence with truth. You're coming to God. You're worshiping him with the truth of who he is. And as you do that, you find you come into his presence, his spirit, and your spirit comes into contact with his spirit, with the presence of God. And you can now enter into worship and intermingle your heart with God's heart. And through in worship, wow, your whole life will get changed and turned around. Praise and worship is so powerful in your life if you will put that first. My series on the book of Revelation, which goes right from the beginning all the way through to the end, verse by verse, was actually 29 messages in all of half an hour and we've had it requests that uh, people can have the whole series together so we've put these series on seven dvds and you'll get all 29 episodes on seven dvds and it will be 70 pounds and you will have all of those teachings together on that dvd series which you can use to to show in in home groups and in different contexts so let me encourage you to get the whole series. You can watch more of our teachings on our Oxford Bible Church Roku channel and Derek Walker YouTube channel. You're most welcome to join us at our church services, which are every Sunday at 11am and 6pm at Cheney School, Headington, Oxford, ox x 37 qh